0: Hi everyone, I'm Teng Teng and I thought for today I'll do something very different, which is uh, having my first solo episode. Well, I took a few weeks break from this podcast to realign and to take a rest. I had a bit of my old self-criticism rised up within me the last um, couple of weeks. So I thought, you know, for this episode, it might be a good time to share something along the theme of our self-criticism and self-compassion. Let me start by sharing a story. The Cracked Pot Now this is a tale from India, retold by Mary Desser. A water barrier carries two large pots on a yoke across his shoulders, up the hill from the river to his master's house each day, where one pot has a crack and leaks half his water out each day before arriving at the house. The other pot is perfect and always delivered a full portion of water after the long walk from the river. Finally, after years of arriving half empty and feeling guilty, the pot apologised to the water barrier. It was miserable. I'm sorry that I couldn't accomplish what the perfect pot did. But the water barrier says, what do you have to apologise for? After all this time, I still only deliver half my load of water. I make more work for you because of my flaw. Said the cracked pot. Now the man smiled and told the cracked pot, "Do you see those lovely flowers growing on the side of the path where I carried you? The flowers grew so lovely because of the water you lit. There are no flowers on the perfect pot side. Now, what does this cracked pot story remind you of? Well, it reminded me that I'm my hardest critic." There is always this inner voice will come whispering to me once in a while that I'm not up to standard. Well, is my podcast good enough for people? They are actually better ones out there. Is it really adding value to people? Well, I notice when I don't get to see the light at the end of the tunnel, or when I'm not getting enough validation, this inner judge voice will appear. And this voice makes me lose confidence and momentum to move forward. If you have been working hard the last few months, it could be you know, searching for a new job, reinventing your services, working more with less. And then you start to feel this sense of doubt, helplessness, tiredness. You're not alone. I'm totally with you. Now, if we unpack the inner judge voice, notice that it arises because we are constantly in this mode of self-evaluation. Now, trying to get some form of validation from others. Let me share a personal experience that happened to me two years back. Well, I was a facilitator then, you know, for a class of senior leaders. Well, one uh, female participant came early and I invited her to sit to grab a coffee cup of coffee while waiting for the rest. Well, so she responded with, uh, I guess, little, no, little or no expression on her face. And without saying anything to me, she sat down. So I started my session for the first one hour, and she was also without any expression on her face. And I was really trying very hard to make sense of her body language, her facial expression. And then this inner whisper came and just tell me this, she is not interested in what I'm sharing. I think I'm not good enough for her. So when I called for a morning break, she walked towards me. And then in my mind, I was like, oh, she's, she must be coming to tell me, give me some feedback about my session. Right, then what she says totally blown me away. She said, Ting Ting, what you've just shared in the last one hour resonated so much in how I'm feeling right now. I just want to say thank you. You open up my heart. And then she starts to tear. Now this experience lives with me because I'm always reminded the assumptions that I'm making and how hard and critical I am towards myself. And this self-evaluation is just so automatic, just like the cracked pot, paying attention on our flaws and comparing ourselves to others or to this perceive better self of us in our mind. And there this common myth that I think we have in ourselves is that if we stop evaluating ourselves, we will start to be complacent and rest on our laurels. But is it true? When you evaluate yourself too much, what happened to the confidence you have for yourself? Do you feel more energized to move forward? Or do you feel more like a loser? What is stopping you from being a little bit more gentle and caring towards yourself? Does that sound too soft or weak to you? Or are you thinking that gentleness is really not who you are? You like to be tough, strong and driven. Well, if you see a close friend struggling, what would you do or say to this friend? Will you comfort this, friend? I'm sure you would. Well, so self-compassion is extending the gentleness and care for yourself. When you start to be hushed on yourself, well, self-compassion is not self-indulgence. It is not pampering ourselves with eating or shopping, because that's only for short-term temporary relief. Nor is it self-pity. Because self PT is seeing yourself as a victim of the situation, feeling helpless and powerless. Try telling yourself, "The situation has changed. I'm putting in efforts to learn and trying to make sense. Well, I may not have figured it out yet, but I'm going to give myself just a little bit more time to explore. How does that sound? Self-compassion is also not a sign of weakness. It is treating yourself fairly with care and dignity. It is taking care of your longer-term mental wellness. Because frequent harshness on oneself will just bring upon resentment, frustration and doubtiness, which we can also project onto others. And we can easily spiral into blame or jealousy. So how can we start cultivating self-compassion? Well, it can start with self-acceptance. As difficult it may be, once we are present and accept our current situation and understand that the current situation is what it is, it actually frees us. We accept our limitation in this current moment. We accept that the situation is tougher than what we thought it is. We accept that we have not figured the solution out yet. We describe the situation as what it is. And we actually stop laboring ourselves for what or for who we have not become. Well, in this way, we are actually practicing being present with the current situation and not what the situation should be. When we accept, you notice that we stop resisting. And when we stop resisting, our mind actually expands to start to try, to start to experiment. It's Just like how we accept that a child will fall when he's learning how to walk. We will not resist the fall, but encourage the child to just keep going. Now we accept that falling is just part of the process of learning to walk. And when we fall, it often means that we are pushing ourselves to develop new skills. It means we are actually taking risks. So our so-called not good enough can lead us to possibilities we never imagined. Just like the lovely flowers watered by the cracked pot. What I feel the more I practice our acceptance, the quicker I can jump out from my inner critic and the more at peace I am with myself because I know I'm always a work in progress. Right, so my coaching question for you is, what is the goodness in yourself have you not seen recently? And as a practice, the next time you notice your inner critic whispering to you, take a moment to describe the situation as objectively as you can. Try avoiding using labels. Write down the situation as what it is now. So, for example, this pandemic has brought some impact to my work. I'm trying to learn and see how I can change. I have not found my sweet spot yet, and I'm still trying. Right, the last statement is really accepting my present situation. And that, to me, can be so liberating.